How's it going, guys? Welcome back to Beyond the Arc here with your host, Connor Gallagher. And sat next <laughs> to me is uh, West Ham's new £60 million Brazilian midfielder, Lucas Paqueta. Uh, Lucas, how are we doing today, man? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. It's good to be here, you know. Um, country's giving me good vibes and everything. <laughs> yeah, Yo, he's that guy, man. I hope he watches this video. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Sully, yes, he hasn't been here the last few weeks. But that's mainly because he's been finalizing his transfer. He's been living in France, playing for Lyon. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that, now, now he's now he's in London playing for West Ham. Like, it was long. It was yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. Apologies for no video last uh week. Um. We. Well, me and whenever you were here, not on holiday, we did have a decent kind of schedule kind of going on. Um. Mm. But unfortunately, last week, as you can tell from my background i have moved out of uh of my um of my house i'm in uni um so yeah apologies if the videos become a little bit more like spread out and not as weekly as it was obviously we missed one week um yeah. so there's going to be doing all the moving and that um at some point we're recording this way in advance of when it's going to come out um because yeah. i have no idea if we're going to both have time whenever we want to actually record it but this should still come out on the on the Thursday, so the 15th. We're recording this on the Monday, the 12th. And uh, yeah, this is a video that we've had planned for pretty much since Donovan Mitchell got traded um, to the Cavs. And that is uh, reviewing pretty much free agency. Um, yeah. I think free agency is done now. I don't think anybody is going to be making yeah, no, any Yeah, money. nothing major I don't think will happen now. Like, I think it'll yeah, just yeah. stay how it is, really. So essentially, we're just going to be start a reviewing, um, reviewing what teams have done trade wise, um, what they've done in free agency, like picking up players um, ahead of the new season. Um, Preseason basketball starting in about three weeks, so I'm excited. It's been too long. It's been way too long. It feels like it's been forever, like since we watched the finals, like. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. What was it? June, end of June time, like yeah. that the Warriors won the chip. It, honestly, it feels like it's been months. Feels it like forever. Been, feels like forever. Really, I'm so excited, I'm, man. I'm looking forward to watching a bit more basketball again. Um, but the thing is, that means before uh, we do um get into preseason, we're gonna be predicting what the the conferences are gonna be like uh next yeah. season. So that's always one of my favorite videos to do. If I'm honest, yeah. so. and we always get it so wrong as well. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to it. Though, yeah, so me, I'm, I'm just so hyped for the season, man. We ain't far off now, a month yeah. or something. It's been, it's been good having Eurobasket to, uh, kind of. Yeah, you know what? I, I caught, I managed to catch it the other night as well. I found it somewhere on TV, and I was just watching it. Like Luca was just going crazy. I'm like, yeah, man. Like I was so hyped, like just yeah. to watch basketball. Like <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, but don't take um Eurobasket too seriously though. Larry Markkinen dropped forty three um the other <laughs> night, so. You know, you can you can never really you can never really take it too seriously, but um, yeah, I think um, we, without further ado, uh, we are going to be heading into the tiers. But before we get into it, make sure that you like and subscribe um, to the to the video uh, on YouTube. Make sure you're listening, uh, no matter what. Make sure you're listening on if you're listening on any other podcast platform. Make sure you're sharing it out. This is finally actually going to be a video or a podcast that might actually be listenable on Spotify. Um, last episode didn't even get put out to Spotify. Um, it was pretty much that unlistenable uh, on on the podcast platform without YouTube. But yeah, make sure you if you're listening on YouTube, give a subscribe. But yeah, without further ado, 
this is the tier list. I keep forgetting that whenever we do a tier list video, I can't see Sully, um, which is oh yeah, because you put the thing there, don't you? Which is which is unfortunate, really. But um, <laughs> we're we're here um, with with the charts uh, going on. Um, top chart is so inspirational. It's back again. It has to be. Whenever whenever we do whenever we do a uh, a wonderful tier list video, it has to be so inspirational at the top. Second place is a banging off season. Um, so, so if if you, if we think uh, these men have had bangers in this off season, uh, second place, middle tier is meh. Um, it, it's just it is what it is really. Mm. Um, fourth tier could have been worse. Uh, and uh, final tier is the team is actually worse than it was before. Uh, whether that's through complete re- going into rebuild mode like Utah have, um, mm. or I don't know, I'm trying to think of a different reason why the team might be worse than before, but I can't. So I guess, yeah, without further ado, we should just get straight into it. We're going to st- we're gonna go in alphabetical order, um, I reckon. So we're going to yeah. start with Atlanta, who were probably pro- probably the team that made the first kind of like free Massive agency team. move. Yeah, I think they made the first big, big move. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Spurs are definitely into tank mode for Webb and Yana. In next mm. year's draft, uh, Dejounte Murray. That meant um, he went to the Spurs for. If I'm honest with you, I'm looking, I'm looking a little bit into um, into the uh, into who Atlanta have lost. They didn't really yeah. lose much. Danilo Gallinari, like in terms of big players, but they lost a lot in terms of like uh, like the amount of people that they actually lost. But not there's not many names there that would really like hurt them. Yeah, yeah. Danilo Gallinari, maybe. Um, obviously, he's pretty much out for the whole season um, for the mm-hmm. Celtics, which is a bit tough. Um, and then Kevin Herter, I think, is a decent spot shooter. But obviously, if you're running Dejounte and Trey yeah. as your backcourt, he ain't really needed anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they've had a very good offseason so far, though. And I think it's it's unfortunate that the uh the east has become so like competitive weirdly enough um yeah. you know ever since i've properly started watching basketball it's always been the east was lebron's division uh conference and it was so easy for him to get out of there was barely anything yeah. for him to do and now i can maybe look at about um i think i saw a thing that was like there are nine legitimate playoff threats and only eight of them are actually going to get in the playoffs which is crazy that is my that is my... yeah but atlanta i feel have had a Bit of a banger, maybe. I want to agree with you on that one. Because although I think the addition of Dejounte Murray is like now made Atlanta like a, a really serious contender, like we've said that backcourt is now like supreme. Like that was really the only major addition they made, which like I said, isn't a bad thing. But I think it's it's the only thing keeping them from getting right to the top if there's maybe like a couple more. But still a banging a banging off season and now i'm like even more excited to watch them before because they were already making playoffs so now it's like what can they do now can i don't know maybe a shock upset season who knows but who knows who knows who knows boston up next they didn't really need to do much did boston but the one thing they needed to do was get a out and out point guard yeah um, instead of marcus smart and malcolm brogdon i think maybe that kind of guy you know what i mean yeah, I mean, like I, I saw what they tried to do, but to be honest as well, I think like the amount of 
available point guards at like the top level. There wasn't that many, so like no. Mar- Malcolm Brog- Brogdon is not is not bad, but like to I be mean, honest, I, I still think um, like he, he won't even make the starting five. Yeah, I mean, but even then, it's a it's decent off the bench. Um, it's yeah. definitely an upgrade to Peyton Pritchard. I think a lot of people forget that Malcolm Brogdon was decent. Obviously, he's been on a very underwhelming Pacers team for the majority yeah. of his career, yeah. but he won he won Rookie of the Year um, mm-hmm. when he played for the Bucks. Uh, so yeah, I feel like he, like you said, there wasn't much um, to do in the point yeah. guard uh, area um, from teams that were tanking or in free agency. So I guess. I guess that Boston have kind of done what they did. They brought in Danilo Gallinari um, uh, in free agency as well. Um, he looked to be a very, he's a very decent bench option, but it does look like he's not really playing at least for the whole of the regular season. Yeah, which which sucks. Um, talks of Carmelo Anthony potentially filling that void now. Obviously, he's still a free mm-hmm. agent. That um, would be that would be kind of crazy to see like Carmelo, and obviously we saw him on an overwhelming. Lakers team and obviously Boston are going for it again. You never know; it might be, it might be his time. It might be his time yeah. to get that well-deserved chip that he's been waiting for. Definitely, definitely. Boston. I feel. I don't know. I feel like it's it's a team that didn't need to do much this off season, mm. but what what they have done, I feel on paper, has made them better. So I think it's I think it's probably a banger still, but because they haven't done much, maybe a bit on the lower end. I don't know. Yeah, no, I can agree with you on that one. Like, like you said, they didn't need to do much, but what they have done, it's like strengthening the right places. Like, they didn't over go overboard to try and like just add so many numbers to try and go for it again. Like, they know what they've got is solid. They just strengthened where they needed to. So, I can agree with you on that one. Yeah, right. Okay, so we'll stick Boston in banger and move on to Brooklyn. I feel like with Brooklyn, it's way more a case of not who they've brought in; it's yeah. who they've kept. Yeah. And I'm going to say that a lot for other teams, but Brooklyn, I feel like keeping KD, keeping Kyrie, Ben Simmons coming back, they've it's got a chance, major. I think. It's major, major moves yeah. from them. Like, obviously, I think, you know, the only real problem that they have is that they still have the same coach, if I'm mm-hmm. being honest. But, mm-hmm. I mean,. Like we saw, what well, like near the end of June time, KD said he wants to go. Kyrie said he wants to play with KD again. So we just assumed the big duo was leaving Brooklyn. We thought Brooklyn were about to like ha- have the massive fall off, and everyone was just like confused. And now, obviously, they managed to hold on to them too. They've got Ben coming back. There's a big, a new big three like that we're going to be seeing next season. It's is is massive, and I think they've kind of got rid of um, a bit of dead weight in the team as well. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Getting rid of Drummond means that Claxton's going to be there out and out starting five this year. Um, Bruce Blake Brown was decent. Well. Um, yeah, we, they've still got Blake. Bruce Brown was a decent uh, defensive option. Did a decent job when throughout the whole last season with Joe Harris being injured for the most of it. Joe mm-hmm. Harris comes back and um, shows the three-point touch that he had before he got injured. Mm. Brooklyn could be dangerous still. And I mean, they've added Markeith Morris too, which for me, like, he's always been like a a solid like role playing type player. Like, he's always been one of them guys. Like, you know, he's never been a bad player. Like, I I remember it lo- like so long ago. Like, there was one game and he just completely locked up LeBron and LeBron. Like, he never forgot about it. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, Markeith Morris locking up LeBron like that. But I don't know. I mean, he's kind of old now, but I still think that's like a nice little addition to the team as well. 
Like, mm-hmm. and you know, I I think, like you said, I think they've got a real chance. I know we say this about them every year, but I think this year they've, like you know, they've got that big three ready. You know, they've got like everybody now knows what they want. They had obviously the like shock upset of getting swept in the first round last year, and that obviously won't sit well with like you know the mm-hmm. ego of KD and Kyrie and all these big time players who won chips and everything. So I think they're gonna come back. You never know. It might it yeah. might be in terms like of the off season because season. of. In terms of the off season, because of what they've done, I think it's a banger. 100%. Again, have to agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, as we move on to Charlotte, I mean, this is where the banger streak ends, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, is... Obviously, you know they haven't they haven't signed anyone in free agency. They haven't traded mm. for anyone in free agency. Obviously, they got a fifth. They got the fifteenth pick in the in the draft. We'll see what Mark Williams can do for them. But losing Montrez Harrell, you know, decent um, a decent role playing center. Um, mm. They've also lost the man who shouldn't <laughs> be named. Um, we'll see what ends up happening with um, with Miles Bridges um, next season. Uh, I mean, yeah. obviously, like the fact that they lost him, like yeah, the truth is, once they realised that he ain't gonna play for them no more, straight away they, had, they should have found someone to replace him because although like everything that's happened, the guy was still like a massive player for them. So yeah, yeah, the fact that they've not even tried to add anything close to that like is for me that's just poor poor management from the Hornets like you mm-hmm. know they're a, a decent team obviously they've got like their star and Melo and obviously like we know Melo and Bridges like what they were doing like the last two seasons and now it I mean it's just Melo's and like they didn't they've not gone to find that number two guy for him and that no. for me like that's just like poor management in the free agency like I don't know what they were trying to do. I don't know what their thought process is. Like I said, I mean, I might be, we might have something up their sleeve. I don't know. But for me, that yeah. is an absolute poor offseason. It's poor so far. Like, I, I think it's, it's I think it potentially could be bottom to. I, I was just like, I can fully agree with you. Like, their only like addition to their team has been two draft picks and, I mean, a 40th overall pick and a 15th overall pick. Like, you're not expecting amazing things. Like, obviously, that's subjective. You never know. But, like, you ain't really expecting much. And then they've just gone and lost a lot of players and obviously won not by something they could control, but they've lost a massive, like, a player for them from last season and the season before. Yeah. Yeah, so I've put them in the bottom tier. Um, Maybe because, like like you said, they kind of just don't really have anyone other than Lonzo now, maybe. Terry Rogier, kind of make that step up. I don't think he can. Um, Even then, the rest of their team just ain't good enough. I think it's going to be a bit of a tough season for Charlotte and they're going to have to... I mean, who knows? Probably by the end of the season, they'll be looking at lottery picks for the next season, though, because I don't I do not think they're going to have a good year at all. No, I think, yeah. it's going to be, I think it's going to be a tough time for Charlotte fans and MJ is not going to be happy. <laughs> and to be honest, I used to like watching the Charlotte Hornets. I don't think I'm really going to enjoy much of it anymore. No. Like, but, you know, I mean, we'll see what they can do. Yeah, yeah. We'll move on to Chicago, my team. Again, with Chicago, probably more a case of who they've managed to keep, and that's Zach Levine. Um, Giving Zach the max was probably the biggest biggest, um, thing that uh, Chicago needed to do. The second biggest thing was getting a center. Is Andre Drummond going to be that center? Probably not. Um, Should we have traded Vooch? Probably. Um, But, you know, I feel like they've had a bit of a May year. They haven't gotten better, but equally... 
like they just haven't gotten worse, which I guess is what they what which is what they needed. They needed to keep Zach, but equally they could have packaged Vooch and Kobe White into a deal for a top quality center. Um, maybe Vooch is going to have a, a comeback here. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Who knows? But I mean, uh, yeah, I feel at like the same time. I don't think Drummond is like the worst like backup center. No, maybe I he guess, won't even I guess be the backup. Not. Like at least we I know he's not, not going to be shooting threes all over the place. Like mm-hmm. when like you know he can't shoot threes. Like you know, and like a, like a, like obviously objective. The top objective for Chicago was to keep Zach, and like you've gone and done that. So, like mm-hmm. it wasn't poor, but it wasn't amazing either. So like you're yeah, right, I, it was like kind of in the middle. I, I think I think it's kind of similar to Brooklyn, but because of how bad it could have gone for Brooklyn, yeah, keeping Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is like just a massive success for them. Whereas, as much as Chicago needed to keep Zach, it was never really. I was. I don't want to say it was never really in doubt, but there was. You know, he could have gone to the Lakers, but I feel like he wanted to stay at Chicago. So yeah, I feel like the plus there was never major doubts. Like 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 you said, yeah, he wanted to stay. Like K D the whole time was just letting people know like he actually doesn't want to be there. Not something he doesn't want to be there, but like he has to stay, like he has no choice. Yeah. Like yeah. and maybe we'll see that in the way he plays, like maybe he'll just pull like some of these other players and maybe not play for the whole year. Who knows? But Who knows? I mean, I don't think he has enough years on him left to not to just give up a whole year. But I mean, like with Zach, like like you said, like he he wants to be at Chicago. He like you know the fans got major love for Zach. Zach obviously has been with you guys since the jump, and I think like for that reason, like like there was never major major doubts, and like he's your he's your number one guy as well. He's like the franchise player, so like he yeah, knows he's gonna be the guy too. next year. Yeah, so, yeah, I think. Equally, though, I feel like because of what it could have been for Chicago, I think everyone in Chicago had a better hopes what um, this offseason could have been like, so I'm going to stick them in there. And move on to Cleveland, who personally I feel have had one of the best off-seasons, which is weird because they were probably down to having some of the worst off-seasons um, until about two weeks ago when they just came in and unexpectedly took the the boy Donovan Mitchell from uh, Utah away from the Knicks. We'll talk about the Knicks. We'll talk about the Jazz in a bit. But for Cleveland, picking up Donovan Mitchell um, in replace for Colin Sexton, who didn't really want to be there. Larry Markton hasn't really worked out for them. Mitchell's still young. He's an all-star. This Cleveland team is going to be dangerous next season. Yeah, man. Like We already saw them last year. They made it to the play-in. They could have got like further had they not like you know had to play against Brooklyn. And to be fair, like they have had now an amazing off season. Like their team is solid. Like you said, Colin Sexton. Obviously, we hadn't seen him <clears throat> due to his injuries and stuff. And like we thought, like because um, you made a video a couple of weeks back saying that Colin Sexton, like you, like when you were guessing the starting five, you put Colin Sexton in there. But obviously now, I did. Yeah, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna be in there, but. I mean, if we knew, you probably would have put Donovan in there, obviously. But I don't think that's a major, major loss because, like, like they had a great season last year and he didn't play. And now, like, their team is only stronger than it was before. Like, and they already were strong. Like, they had a great season last year when many people, or not many people, because you did expect them to have a good year. But, like, most people didn't yeah. see it coming. Yeah, right. Like, most yeah, people but... did not see that. And now yeah. their team is very, very strong and... Yeah, I mean, what? Is... Garland, Garland, and Allen 
were all stars last season. Evan mm. Mobley has that potential. Donovan Mitchell's 100%. already won. Um, yeah, it's a very dangerous team. It could I think. be four all stars deep next season. Yeah, maybe. And I think it's so inspirational from Cleveland. I have to back it. I have to back it. I'm afraid. Definitely, definitely. Dallas. Dallas. Okay, so maybe Atlanta weren't the first team to do any deals in the offseason. Dallas picked up Christian Wood before the finals even finished. Um, yeah, actually. Obviously, they since lost Jalen Brunson to the Knicks um, and brought in JaVale McGee as potentially a starting, a vet starting five, but if not, a very, very decent option off the bench. Yeah. Uh, I still think, you know, yeah, he brings that championship experience to a young team. 100%. Um, and yeah, Christian Wood played amazingly um, for for Detroit, um, was great his first season in Houston before he got injured. Um, since hasn't really worked out for him. So he has a lot to prove this year. So Dallas obviously got to the Western Conference Finals last year. Um, mm-hmm. I guess when you get to the Western Conference Finals, do you need to improve that much? And I think they have. Obviously, Jalen Brunson is going to be a big loss for them, though. Yeah, of course, 100%. I can completely agree. Also, like, you know, like you said, JaVale McGee, he's, he, he's like solid for them. I think that is the type of player like that they needed like you said they got to the western conference finals that's the furthest they've ever been since they won the chip like that was so long ago most of these players weren't even in fact none of these players were at the team back then this is no, a whole new team 10 years later doing the best they've ever done since then and i mean you gotta like you know tip their hat to like they've done like as much as they could like Jalen mm-hmm. brunson obviously leaving for the mavs isn't great but like i, th- I feel like they worked around it they did they did well and I mean, yeah. even though he wasn't an amazing player, they lost Boban. You know, who who doesn't like Boban? And I, think, <laughs> I think that's that's poor from them. Ah, man. no, team's worse now. <laughs> how, how you not giving him the max, man? You... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, Brunson's obviously a big, a, was a big part of their, yeah. like, sh- like secondary shooter. They haven't really replaced him that much. Um, but, I mean, when Brunson's wanting the amount of money that, you know, he he's wanting and obviously mm-hmm. you have Luca on your team. They obviously didn't think he was worth it. Um be interesting to see what you think about that when we talk about New York. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean the off back to the Luca with a big man. Obviously didn't work with Pazingus. We'll see if it can work with Christian Wood. I think in the meantime though, it's probably Wood for Brunson's probably about it probably balances out. I think it's a meh um off season. Yeah, hundred percent. I completely agree with you. I, I I think like like you said, it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't dead either. It's like straight in the middle. You can't argue with it. Yeah, yeah. Denver. Um obviously they have um the two time MVP. When you have the MVP, what more can go wrong? They have uh, Jamal Murray hopefully coming back this season for the first time mm-hmm. in two years. First time since the bubble we'll be seeing Jamal Murray. Yeah, man. which which is crazy. They brought in Bruce Brown, decent defender, um, but will probably just play a secondary secondary role to the likes of yeah. Michael Paul Jr. And then DeAndre Jordan, at least now they have a decent backup center. Yeah. But when I say decent, DeAndre Jordan isn't that great anymore. So nah, he he was okay, and you never like. I mean, it's always good to have someone you like that, but mm-hmm. like I said, he ain't amazing. But I think the addition of Cordwell Pope is not actually a bad addition as well. I, I think that is. Oh yeah, him too. Pick up. Completely forgot like, about that one. Yeah, I, I think for Denver, like like you said, 
Even they haven't though... given. They didn't give up too ma- too many for too much for him either. Obviously, Monte Morris was a decent backup point guard. Yeah. Um, obviously played starting minutes this season with Murray out, but that allowed Bones Highland to become a good backup point guard, and he's going to be the backup point guard to Murray this year. Um, so Morris ain't really needed. Hundred percent. And yeah, yeah to get caught to get Caldwell Pope, you know, I feel. He's done decent wherever he's been. So yeah, he's not. He's never been a bad player. Like he's always just done like a decent amount to like you know show that he's got like like skill and and I think that's mm-hmm. a decent pickup for them. Like obviously we know when it comes to playoffs and stuff, like Denver do need to like show out a little bit more than they do in the regular season. And obviously they they've got the back to back MVP, the most paid man in the league. I think he was until LeBron signed a contract. I might be wrong. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But I mean, I think maybe they could have done more though. Like I yeah, said, I feel like like I said, when you have the two when you have the two time MVP, it's hard to really improve because obviously mm-hmm. your salary cap is done. Is, yeah, um, um, yeah. So I think they've done probably the best that they could do, but equally that is still probably mere because nothing's really standing out really. Yeah, and I don't think they've. I don't think the major contenders still like, despite yeah. the fact that they've got, you know, the Joker who mm-hmm. is arguably like not even arguably he's top five in the league right now mm-hmm. and like i said they t- i think the team has gotten slightly better maybe but yeah i, st- I still don't think it's anywhere near enough for them to compete with the big guys like they need yeah. to uh, they need to do more in the next off season mm-hmm. or like you know as the season goes on if they can make like free agency pickups or something they need to do it because like i like denver i like the joker i think he's one of the most like unreal players we've ever seen because the guy doesn't look like he should be able to do what he's doing and I think it's crazy but like and I want to see them contend more I want to see them like you know touch semi-finals finals like kind of like how they've surprised everyone in the bubble I want to see that but like actually in like the proper like playoffs and I mean you hopefully never know when comes back yeah that's hopefully gonna be, that's gonna and I might be wrong you never know like yeah. they might just pull out a shocker but yeah. I, I want to see more from them and I think this offseason didn't do enough for me no, yeah, me too. Um, Detroit, the first lottery team that we're going to see. So it's going to be interesting to see how um, your draft picks kind of change mm-hmm. everything on this. Um, I think Jaden Ivey is a good pickup, but the big... Um, well, obviously, they've got uh, Jalen Duren, um, mm-hmm. who's the 13th overall. So t- two picks yeah. in the lottery. You can't go wrong. The, bi- the big the big, uh, let go is Jeremy Grant, though, which, I mean, yeah. he, does, he did want to leave, so... You know, they finally got rid of that. But equally, they haven't really replaced him. Um, is Kemba mm-hmm. going to play this year? Probably not. Um, I, I, I mean, you never know. I don't know. Like, um, I think they need like him to play, even though Kemba ain't really like that guy anymore. I think they, like De- Detroit is... I mean, it's not really the place you want to be. Obviously, they've got like, you know... Um, damn, I forgot his name. They've got Kid. They've got Kid and Kade, Ivy in the Thank you, spot. thank you. Um, they've got Kid still, and we know like that. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be major this year. Like I, I've yeah. got, I've got a strong feeling he's gonna have a really good season. But yeah. obviously, like when you're at Detroit, like you having a good season still ain't really amazing. Yeah, you, yeah. As much as as much as Kid and Ivy, it's a good young backcourt. The door. It, it's gonna be another few years before we see Kid Cunningham in the playoffs if it is with the Pistons. So yeah. even in the playing, maybe. So yeah, I feel. For Detroit, obviously they lost, they lost Grant. So I feel yeah. their team is worse, but it's not 
bottom tier level worse. I feel like it's a lot of Just one above, yeah. What they're thinking. So I think it could have been worse for, uh, for Detroit. I almost put Washington. I, no, I'll come back to that. It could, yeah. yeah, it could have been way worse. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if Cade left, to be fair. Like, I think he's much better than Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Golden State. Um, the, the reigning champs. What do you need to do to improve your team when you've just won a chip? Here's what you need to do. You get rid of a lot of role players and bring in players on low contracts so you can bring Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins back next season. I think in the long term, what they've done for this offseason made sense, but I don't like the fact that they like, you know, Gary Payton has gone. Gary Payton's gone, Otto Porter's gone, they're probably your two main ones. Obviously Iguodala. Iguodala didn't really do much last year, especially in the playoffs, but he's he's a big name. Um yeah. he obviously brings that leadership. I think Dante DiVincenzo is a good pickup though. Um to uh yeah. run run back up to if uh Jordan Poole's gonna be back up one next season. Um obviously did decent on the books, was traded to Sacramento and hasn't really done much there, mainly because it's Sacramento, there's not much eyes on Sacramento, so mm. you never really know what's actually yeah. happening there. Um, but yeah, I feel like oh, it's kind of potentially similar with Denver. Yeah. You know, in the case of it's it's nothing it's nothing good, it's nothing bad. They haven't they didn't need to bring anyone back this year the obviously it's next season that's going to be big for them because it's Dr- i think draymond's out of contract next season too so it'll be interesting to see what they do with him yeah yeah if not the season know he wants the max yeah so, so it will it will be interesting to um to see what ultimately happens next year for golden state but at the moment i feel like they're still in a position to win the chip this year but i do think it's meh yeah no i can agree and i think I mean, I do like the, one of the pickups they made in the draft as well. I think Patrick Baldwin Jr. might be something good for them. Like, he looks like he can play a part on that. Well, yeah, and Go- Golden, State, Golden State have been good at picking up, um, like, steals from later yeah. on. So. Yeah, they really have. Like, most of their amazing picks, aside from Curry, like, they're always near to, like, well, Curry, Curry was, what, ninth pick? So I think, Yeah, I think it would be, like, seventh or eighth or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean... Like, they never really have, like, first, second-round picks that are, like, amazing. I mean, now they've got Wiggins, but, like, obviously, he didn't draft to them, so that doesn't really count. But I still don't like the fact that they let Gary Payton go, but I can understand why they did it for the long term when they need cap space. But I really like Gary Payton as a player. I think he was, like, amazing for them yeah. last year, like, he, like his breakout season. And, like, obviously, if he hadn't got injured that early into the playoffs, I think he would have been, like even more vital in the finals and they like he already was when he came back and but other than that like the se- their off season wasn't really like anything special to be honest mm-hmm. yeah so i've put it in there yeah fair enough move on to the houston rockets another lottery team three um three first round picks which is um you know that that's good for a team yeah. obviously jabari smith with the third pick um Tari Eason with the 17th pick mm. and uh, Ty Ty Washington who has probably the best name out of the whole draft class in my opinion <laughs> um, with the 29th pick equally though I feel like with Detroit they've got you know they've got Kevin Porter they got um, they got um, uh, Jabari Smith they've got uh, again I've, I've done a U um, <laughs> I, I don't want to say I don't want to say green it's not green um is it green i don't know either way um i'll get slated for that um (laughs) 
yeah, but they have got rid of Christian Wood. Obviously, John Wall. I feel like is a you know it's a don't really. It, it's, Houston, don't technically, it's a loss. Like now that we're seeing what he's doing, like but, you know, but equally, equally, this guy hasn't played for them in like two years. Yeah. So um, I think Schroeder you know. was a bit of a, a blow as well. Like I, I've always kind of liked Dennis Schroeder since he was at LA. Yeah, I mean, he was a like major for them. Obviously, like Rockets weren't really massive last year, but I think like if they were on a come up season, which they're looking like they're gonna do, like nothing, not that they're gonna do anything amazing, but I think they're gonna be better than they were. I yeah, the Schroeder, team the team isn't worse, but I like Detroit, they've got rid of their like all star level player yeah, at the moment. Like um, like Christian Wood was the guy you'd want to hold on to, but obviously yeah. he wanted to play better basketball and you can't really do like yeah, on it. I do think Jabari Smith, like obviously third overall pick in the draft, is he looks like he's gonna be something good for them. Obviously yeah. they they got Boban, so it's immediately the best off season in the history of the league. <laughs> no, yeah. Um but yeah, I think Houston maybe with Detroit. Yeah. Um, and that could have been worse. As we move to Indiana, who have very who've, you know, gone to the draft a lot, but they've got rid of a lot of players and haven't really signed many good players in free agency. Obviously, teams like this, they're gonna be tanking for Webinyana next year. Um yeah. and Indiana are definitely gonna want to be pairing Halliburton up with him next year. 100%. Still managed to get a Benedict Matherin with the sixth pick, though. Um, but yeah, equally, Malcolm Brogdon's gone. Um, uh, Ricky, I mean, to be fair, they have got rid of players, but they're not players that really stand out, maybe other than Brogdon, 100%. Ricky Rubio, TJ Warren, maybe. Um, but obviously, we haven't seen TJ Warren do bits yeah. since the bubble. Um, yeah, TJ Warren in the bubble, though. That was MJ Warren, like, that guy. <laughs> But I mean, who I mean, yeah, like you said, aside from the two three players, they haven't lost major major people. But like again, Pacers, they're not really like the like they're kind of on the rebuild. Like yeah, they're just, they're just there at the moment, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, they're just like, like a filler team in the league right now. If I'm yeah, honest. yeah. So I don't, you know, because I don't think their team is worse than before because they haven't really gotten rid of anyone. Because they like, don't really huge. have anyone amazing to get rid of. Like. But I mean, I think Malcolm Brogdon's probably that guy for them. Yeah, um, ex- yeah. I think, uh, like, aside from him, that's like the one or two players. But even then, like, you know, they've gotten, they've gotten rid of him. They haven't really yeah. brought anyone in. And to be fair, I think they only he had had to go. To be honest, like, yeah, like yeah. he's better than to be at a team that's not really doing anything right now. Yeah, so I'd put Indiana in the bottom tier, in my opinion. Yeah, I can, I, I can back it. I just feel like. You know, one first round pick, um, equally just makes your team worse. Obviously, we've seen steals come in the second round, but and obviously, but ultimately, you're wanting you're wanting more first round picks. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so obviously, they didn't get that this year. They're going to be tanking for Webinyana next year. Um, as we move on to the Clippers, now the Clippers have had a very um, very quiet off season. Yeah. They've uh, they drafted someone with the thirty third thirty-third, forty-third, sorry, overall pick, and only brought in John Wall in free agency. But in my opinion, I th- I think and this this might this might be a hot take. I think this makes it a banger. I was just I was the, I'm glad that you said that. I think this is they they were efficient. They got rid of like dead weight in the in the team that weren't really doing anything. They've got like a, a pick in the draft and John Wall. I, I mean, we, I've been seeing off-season videos of him, and the guy looks yeah. like hungry. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he looks dangerous. 
he yeah. I mean we know he's not injured no more he's playing proper basketball like so so maybe maybe with maybe Hartenstein is probably their main piece leaving but I think the Knicks overpaid for him um for a for a backup center really um and then I mean John Wall if Kawhi's back imagine starting on Kawhi then switching to Paul George and then switching again to John Wall it's, this it's, this defense is mental I mean if that big three is playing, that's like a, that's another new big three that we've seen. That's scary, man. That is. Scary. You know, we, we've. I feel like a lot of people have overrated the Clippers a lot, but the fact is, I'm still on that hype train of Kawhi and Paul George. Me too. Like it's crazy that what they've they've been on the same roster for. Is it coming up to the fourth year now together? Something. I'm, I want to say. I, I feel. I, I feel like season. we. I feel like we. It's either third or fourth season, but yeah. I personally feel like we haven't properly seen them two together yet. Yeah, we ain't seen enough and I think now with John Wall in the mix as well, like I think these guys could go for like the best defensive team in the league this season, like if they all stay healthy for a year. Kawhi for yeah. me is on a on a healthy day one of the best defensive players in the league, if not the best. Like mm-hmm. it's was, just the question is a year and a half, two years out of the game. It's going to be I tough th- to get back in it. I think he'll be fine. I'll be honest. I think he'll be fine. I think, like we said, the guy's the Terminator. Like, nothing has ever phased Kawhi ever. Like, the only time I ever saw him show emotion was when he hit the buzzer beater against the, yeah. like, yeah. the six so, Yeah. So, yeah, with, with Kawhi and then the same with John Wall, really. They've both been out of the game for a while. Can yeah. they come back and do it? But you know you know me. You know I love a bit of Paul George. So, I feel like, yeah. you know, if he can be that number one scoring option, then all's good. I think if Clippers, the season starts going on. Clippers, I'm thinking it's a banger, though. Yeah, 100%. I just think, I hope, sorry, uh, even, if the season starts and them three are playing, then it's very scary. And I, I'm very excited to see Clippers play basketball, which isn't normally a thing. Nobody's really excited to see Clippers play. And now, I think everyone's going to be tuning in. If that big three is playing, like, everyone loves John Wall mm-hmm. as well. Like, who don't yeah, like yeah. that guy? Yeah. Well, we'll move across the city to the Lakers, the team that literally have no draft picks. They're literally screwed. Um, but, you know, a new coach has come in. He's dumped a lot of um, old people on someone like anyone's doorstep. I think a lot of the people he's really, they've released haven't found a new team yet, if I'm honest with yeah, you. Yeah, most of them haven't. Malik, Malik Monk, obviously, signing with the Kings is a big loss for them, in my opinion. Yeah. I but they've brought in Patrick Beverly, who, you know, if, if he can play with Russ... I mean, I've seen videos of them being alright with each other, like, yeah. hugging and stuff, like, so maybe they're alright now. Obviously, he I does. think, it's like, it's one of them things, obviously, like, when you're on the court with someone, like, you are going to be beefing and whatever, but once you're on the same team, it's like, all of that's forgotten. Like, we've seen, I think, even though this was before our time, like, Scotty Pippen and Rodman played together, and them two had, like, one of the biggest beefs in NBA, like, and I think if them two can play together, then I think anybody else can too, like, yeah, well, I mean, what, like, you talk about Scotty Pippen, the amount of stuff he said about MJ recently. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's from, crazy. From the thing. So maybe he didn't like MJ, but, you know, <laughs> they won six chips together, so it's all good. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, the Lakers, Thomas Bryant, they've got an all right backup centre there. Um, Lonnie Walker, Troy Brown, they're all right off the bench, but yeah. I don't think Troy Brown's going to get much minutes. Walker I think might. most of them guys have just been, like, putting, aside from Pat Bev, I think the rest of them are just, like, bench players and stuff yeah um like you said the only real loss for me was malik monk and maybe dwight howard maybe like maybe maybe mellow as well 
Yeah, I mean, like, there were guys that would add the occasional thing. He obviously, Dwight and Carmelo especially, they're not what they once were. But that's yeah. not to say that they're not still good players. Like, anyone would still, like, most, a lot of teams will still happily take them and they probably will find a team before the season starts. I don't think the season will start without Carmelo and yeah. Dwight Howard on a team. Like, they're still vets in the league. Like, they're going to find a yeah, team. Yeah, you got to hope so. Yeah. But... Uh, like you said, Malik Monk, I, I quite liked him. He was a nice like player coming off the bench, doing his thing, like. And he's now he's going to the Kings. It's like I don't know. I don't. I don't see why he wanted to do that. Like I don't really know what the Kings have to offer. Maybe, maybe he'd be more the money. number one guy there. Probably yeah, more money. The he'll be the number one guy. He might be able to like you know get his average points up a bit. And maybe not yeah. the number one guy, but I mean, I think he'd be the number one, maybe number two guy or something. I think it'd be kind of but, well, the team, the, a, a team that has Demantis Savonis and De'Aaron Fox. You think Malik Monk's going to be the number one guy there? Okay. Maybe, maybe not the number one guy, but I think it'd be, <laughs> impor- be more important to them than he was at LA because obviously, yeah, LA, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what, that's what I'm trying to get at. I yeah, think, yeah. I think that's what he needs like to be fair. Cause yeah. I think he's a really good player. And obviously when you're overshadowed by AD most of the time, LeBron, Technically, mm-hmm. Russ, uh, if you want to mm-hmm. count him. Yeah, I guess if you want to go that far, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, um, m- like you know, you can't really shine much. And yeah, but so you know, he's a, he's, he's a decent, he's a decent role player there, and I don't think they've um, replaced him that well. It's either at the bottom of mare or potentially could have been worse. No, I'll, 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 I'd say we're putting a mare because their team hasn't yeah. really gone worse. No, and okay, them, yeah, I think I it's that, actually I like that. a decent appointment. Yeah, yeah. Like. Even though the guy does talk a lot, like you know, like we say, the guy is eating steak before he's playing CP. I don't think LeBron will allow that anymore. So he's no, not no more steak no more steak for Pat Bev. <laughs> no more steak for Pat Bev. I don't know. Maybe the LA steak is good though. Maybe LeBron has who taken knows, him off his steak already. <laughs> but <laughs> I think knows, it'd be good to see Patrick Beverly rocking the, yeah. the blue and gold. Yeah, be 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 interesting there. Mm. Um, Memphis. Memphis haven't done much, but they've still got two first-round picks in the draft, which is decent. Obviously, mm-hmm. they've traded for Danny Green, but he's done his leg. He's going to be out for the season pretty much. So the only new players they've got in have really been like youngsters from the draft, and they've lost Kyle Anderson, who I think yeah. is quite a big loss for them. Yeah, I can agree with you there. I mean, he's a decent defensive player. With Memphis, I think because of how good their season was, but at the same time, like obviously... They showed that when it comes to the playoffs, I don't think they can challenge the top top guys. And I mean, then- equally, when I think when you think about it, they've used the fact that Jar's going to be a year older, Desmond Bain's going to be a year older, mm-hmm. Jared Jackson's going to be a year older. Yeah, they're kind of going off of the fact that if we, you know, we can run it back potentially. I think it's just going to be a bit hard for them to do it back to back. But obviously, we said that about Phoenix last year, and uh, they finished yeah. first in the conference. But um, yeah, who knows? Uh, Memphis, again, though, I just don't think their off-season's been that good. Yeah, no, I can agree with you there. I think, I do think they'll still have a decent year, but, like, I don't know, I think because of, like, if if you ask me, like, if you look at some of the top teams in the conference, like, if it came to, like, deep into the playoffs, I don't think Memphis can, like, compete with them. Like, in the league, obviously, we saw them have a great season, but I think when it comes down to it, they won't be able to battle with them kind of guys, and Mm-hmm. I think for that reason they need like they need more like you know experienced players and I guess Danny Green you could say is kind of experienced but obviously like I say he's injured now so he ain't well, yeah, it could him. be a, it's it's a voice in the locker room really yeah hundred percent hundred percent and I guess that's always important like obviously he's he's got chips and everything he's got experience he's played with some top top guys in the league yeah. and I think that's always good to have in the locker room but I mean 
we'll see what they can do. Like yeah, obviously, I, I I personally think it's uh, could have been worse tier for them. Yeah, with uh, with with Detroit. I mean, it didn't need to be great, but with the likes of like the Mavericks and the Nuggets, they brought in players that are going to do something for them, and I just don't think that Memphis have. Yeah, I can agree with you there. Miami, probably the quietest team. Yeah, um, man. I mean, technically they signed like you know they signed Jokic, bro. They signed Jokic. No, no, this no, no. You, signed you, Nikola Jokic, number two. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you need I think you need to squint look looking on that one. Oh Jokic. damn, hey, Jokic. No, I'm just saying. Um, I <laughs> yeah, mean, I mean, they've signed the the potential next Jokic. You know, like he's on the cards. So. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, losing right, like... losing Markeith Morris. Obviously, you said um, like you said, he's a decent role player. PJ yeah. Tucker's probably the big one there, though. It's kind of a yeah. Um, he's 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 a he's a decent vet. Obviously, Philly have definitely overpaid for him, in my opinion. Hundred um, percent. Maybe, maybe not overpaid, but they've given him way too long a contract to say it's mm. like thirty-seven. 30, yeah, thirty-seven, um, thirty-eight, or something like. Yeah. So I mean, he is going to bring amazing experience to that Philly team, 100%, and he's going to take it a bit away from Miami. Is this just following the um? The running theme on the channel that I just don't back Miami by putting him in bottom tier for this. I mean, it, it you could put me in the bottom tier, but like, I again, I think it could have been worse. Like, yeah, I think really, may, maybe, bottom tier, maybe bottom tier, maybe bottom, maybe bottom tier is the a case of like their team is drastically worse. Their t- Miami's team isn't drastically worse because they've gotten rid of PJ Tucker. Yeah, like I think they'll be fine to be honest. Yeah. I think they probably performed the same as they did last season like they had a really 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 good season obviously. well what what, what needs to happen is that i need to predict them to finish top in the conference again and then they'll then, then they'll bomb they'll be aiming for lotteries then <laughs> <laughs> no, i mean yeah. like like we saw them they were literally what a three-point shot away from the finals like yeah. miami he's always one of them teams i think everybody just sleeps on a little bit and they always yeah. prove everyone wrong like and I think but but equally they haven't brought anyone in so you can't really put it above the third like third yeah, no, 100%. Above, really. I think like it could have been worse for them if I'm honest but yeah, it yeah. Ain't. it's just it's just regular yeah yeah uh, Milwaukee kind of similar to um to Miami in that case but they haven't gotten rid of anybody to the magnitude of Miami of um PJ Tucker 100% I agree with you there like Joe Ingles Joe Ingles is a decent um role player um, I don't know how much game time he'll see um, yeah. in Milwaukee, but he was decent for Utah. Much. I think they'd be much. And to be fair, like we've been saying with a few teams, I think Milwaukee is one of them teams. They didn't need to add much, but at the same time, yeah. you know, it's like I'm looking at every, the I'm looking at yeah. like a, the Lakers. Well, I mean, the Lakers do need to add, but um, yeah. um, like the Warriors or the Mavericks, mm. teams that yeah. got deep. They, you know, they didn't need to add any much. I mean. If Milwaukee somehow, like if Mo, if Giannis got injured for the season and Milwaukee finished playing because of it, and Giannis comes back, you don't need to improve because yeah. you've got Giannis. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you there. Um, so when you when you have a player to the magnitude of Giannis, like with Denver, you don't need to upgrade, but you just need to make sure you don't downgrade. And I feel yeah. like Milwaukee have done enough to solidify themselves and take a third. A third tier, maybe. Yeah, I can agree with you there. I'm not gonna lie. Like, and obviously, what Giannis did? Giannis sign a new contract. I was just about season? to say, I feel like he did, but I mean, he was already on the supermax. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he's definitely he's he's going to be there for another five years at least. So hundred percent, yeah. Um, and like, I mean, they have not lost anyone even close to like important to them. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at that now. It's literally DeAndre Bembry, Jordan Nuora. You know, it's probably decent role players throughout yeah. the regular season, maybe. But yeah, when it comes to the player time, they're not seeing the light of day on that court. So hundred percent, I think Milwaukee are just going to be. Like they're gonna be the exact same team we've always known them to be. No one major come in, no one major yeah. leave. So, so yeah, I think I, mean, I think it's a meh. Yeah, it's a meh. They didn't really do nothing. So, yeah, yeah. The Minnesota Timberwolves are up next. Very, very, yeah. very busy. Yeah, very busy. But it's a weird one because, I mean, they lost Pat Bev, obviously, which you mentioned. Does be, it's been it's been a really weird off season in the case that no one expected Mitchell to go to the Cavs. Yeah, and definitely no one, no one expected Gobert to go yeah, to. Nobody, I didn't expect that to happen because, and now like I mean they're obviously going to be playing a different style of basketball now. Like they're going to be playing kind of a bully ball type thing, big players on the court only. It's yeah. like, I mean, we know their defense is going to be quite strong. Yeah, um, I mean. That 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 power forward center duo of Towns and uh, Gobert is going to be going to be decent. Yeah, it's just I mean, obviously the question of can Rudy Gobert do it in the playoffs? Hopefully, with the likes of um, Anthony Edwards, Carl Towns, if De- if DeAngelo Russell wants to show up for work during the playoffs, maybe yeah. they'll just outscore their opponents. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I agree with you there. I mean, like you said, Dick, they've got. Anthony Edwards as well. I think that guy every year is just growing massively. Like yeah. he's he's gonna be one of the most explosive players in the league in the next few years, and he already yeah. is becoming that. And I mean, as long as they don't match up Memphis again, and because I mean, right now Memphis owns Minnesota, and <laughs> but true, I think true. I think that I think that they could have a better player from. I mean, no, yeah, me me too. I think it's definitely not gonna be a play in, but obviously we're not doing our predictions yet, so um, yeah. who knows. Um, I mean, when you look at the players that have lost Malik Beasley, the man who I couldn't remember um, last last time out, um, obviously that's that's the that's a tough one to lose. Patrick Beverly, obviously we've talked about him, yeah. um, but but when you look at who they've got, you know, Rudy Gobert is the three-time Defensive Player of the Year. As yeah. much as yes, he doesn't really have much offensive game or any perimeter um, three uh, perimeter defense. As we saw, Luka Doncic managed to hit a shot off one hand, off one leg, over him from the three-point line. And it's like, this guy is just getting clowned. Um, but you can't deny that he is probably the best rim protector in the league. Um, yeah, and, you know, Towns is more of a offensive uh, center forward than uh, yeah. Gobert is. So it allows it allows Cat to, to do his thing um, a little bit more now. 100%. I think, yeah, he'll get that more, like, freedom with, you know, shooting. We know, obviously, he's got it in his locker. Three-point champ and everything. Like, yeah. We, yeah. We, I we, think it's a banging, a banging off-season. I can I can agree with you. There. I don't think it's inspirational because of the players that they have lost. They have lost yeah. some decent role players, but... Had they it's, not it's lost maybe Pat Bev, Mike, yeah. Malik Beasley, a few other guys, like, more role players in there, that I think then it could have been. But, obviously, you can't gain, like, you know, go bare and... Mm-hmm. And, and other or like other decent players without having to lose without get ball. without having to get rid of a few yeah I get yeah. that I get that New Orleans a team who like Miami haven't signed anyone through free agency haven't signed anyone via trade but let's be honest 
are going to have a very good, like a very very good season, in my opinion. Yeah, they haven't lost anyone. Um, they've managed to get an eighth overall pick in the draft. I mean, I think because of um, that lottery pick in there, I think it, it it's probably better than Miami's, in my opinion. But still, yeah, very I similar. can agree with you. Obviously, like they've, I mean, obviously they got Zion to sign a big contract too. Like, yeah, yeah, that that's probably that's probably what they wanted too. Yeah, that was like kind of the same thing with Zach. That was will have been their main priority because even though mm-hmm. we've not seen Zion even play a full season of basketball yet. Everybody knows what he's going to be. Everyone knows what he is. Like when he was in the He, he could come in and if he plays 82 games, he could win MVP next year. Yo, that is crazy. I mean, I I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I like, I don't think anyone... This man over... I forget, is it like, I don't think he's played... I think like the 80 games he's played, he's averaging 28 points a game. Yeah, you know what? You know... That, that is, that's, that's, big that's, that's the coldest hot take I've ever heard in my life because it's, it's, <laughs> it's so true when you deep it, but it's like, you know, when you say it, it's like, yo, like, he ain't even played a full season. Do I actually mean that? Whoa. <laughs> no, I can't lie. I can actually buck that. Like, yeah. People will I mean, probably flame us for saying that, though, but. No, I think be. it's. I think. I mean, it because of that Zion thing, it could be in banger, like, similar to the Clippers. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably. I think this, the CJ and Zion like duo as well for next year. I think it's gonna be yeah, crazy. it's gonna be we great. Oh, to... so they've, obviously they've got Herb Jones, Alvarado, yeah. Ingram. I, I, yeah, I, th- I think Zion is definitely gonna be starting as well when the season starts. I think he has to, mm-hmm. like, because mm-hmm. we were saying when the playoffs were around you, he looks like he's ready to play. He looks like he's ready. Yeah. And he didn't play. It's been four months since that, and like, if he's still not ready to play, then just he needs to go. I don't know, join a different sport because clearly the basketball <laughs> thing in for him. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So in terms of the um, off-season though, are we putting him there or are we putting him banger? I think we'd have to put in the banger, man. I mean, that... Just, that just, because of the, just because of the Zion? Yeah. I think... I, I, I can back it. I can back it. I think I think I'm tying down it. one of the most... Like, In-demand, like, players young players. And, and yeah, most yeah, hyped-about players to say he's not even played a full season yet. Like... Yeah. And tying him down for what five year contract? I think he got. I think that's yeah. like you can't argue with that. And the guy looks happy to stay with them. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we'll we'll put them in banger and move on to New York, which I think is probably one of the hardest ones to rank because they've blown very hot and cold. You know, they've got Jalen Brunson in. That's mm. good. Uh, downside is he is been he is the only player in NBA history to be given a hundred and twenty odd mil deal that has never been an all-star that's probably quite bad um isaiah hartenstein decent backup center you know has been for the clippers you could say they've probably paid him a little bit too much they managed to keep mitchell robinson but maybe have paid him a bit too much you can mm-hmm. see you can see you can see what's going here rj yeah. barrett he is the future of that franchise but maybe you I know it's a crazy contract i'm not gonna lie but i mean they've taken a big risk on him i think he, i think he'll pull through 100 um, like that's that's the thing like there's the Knicks fans are they're, they're very like split between yeah. um like did they want Mitchell or did they want to keep RJ? It was kinda like they didn't really know what they wanted. It was either like some people kinda assumed it was either one or the other. And I mean, for me, if 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 you're a deep Knicks fan, like you wanna keep your players, but at the same time everybody wanted Mitchell. I wanted Mitchell, like I would kept saying it. Everyone wanted Donovan Mitchell. We just kinda assumed he was already gonna come as well, like before yeah. any deal was made, everyone just said, "Yep, yeah, Mitchell's a Nick," and <laughs> now he ain't. But no. I think 
the fact that we've tied down RJ Barrett, like I think Jalen Brunson's a good pickup. I I don't think it was a poor season, but the fact that like the way I think Mitchell if they'd have happened, if they'd have got Mitchell, they'd oh, have been yeah, so been inspirational. A, yeah, hundred percent. But I, I feel like a... I, I feel like though you know it's for the players that they've got and for the players that they've lost, they are they are a better team this year. It's just it's gonna take a few years to see whether this off season is a banger or a top tier off season yeah, because yeah, right. that's when your players will start looking like they are worth the hundred odd mil that they've 100%. invested in. You right about that kind of like, but so I think I think it might be a meh mainly just because they didn't get. Um, yeah, I think the way Mitchell. the whole the Mitchell thing went down, I yeah. think it, it, it's not good. Like, yeah. and I think it kind of shows that the Knicks, even though they have like the you know big name, even though we're not amazing at the moment, um, like people can like like they can still attract these players, but at the same time, like we don't have the pull to get them there because of the fact they're just not that good anymore as well. No, I mean it sucks, it sucks, but yeah, yeah. I think. It it we will time will tell as to whether 100%. this offseason's been great for them. 100%. Oklahoma City, I can't lie, like three lottery picks on paper, that's great. But the fact is, Chet's not gonna be here for another year. Yeah. Um, which does suck. But you know, like like I remember you saying to me, you know, it's a good time for him to like go away, get rehab, mm. hit the weight room, get NBA ready. Yeah, you because I say. mean, the guy doesn't like. We saw him, I know it was like only pro AM when he got injured. And like LeBron looked like he was just playing for fun and Chet looked like he was trying his absolute hardest to defend <laughs> LeBron and he couldn't. Obviously, I know not everybody's LeBron, but like I think that guy's not actually built for the NBA. He's got a skill and we saw it in the Summer League, but that's the Summer League. Like that's why everybody's never really played NBA. Like we saw like Scottie Pippen's son play the Summer League. Like <laughs> these are players that aren't like NBA ready, but they're warming up. And I think... Yeah. I think this could be a blessing in disguise for him. Like, obviously, he would have been aiming for um, rookie of the year, and I don't think he would have got anywhere close to it. I don't think the guy's actually built for the NBA yet. I think he needs to pick up a lot. Like, a prime example is look at Paolo. Paolo looks like he's got the skill. The guy looks built. He looks ready. He looks strong. Yeah. Yeah. Chet does not look like that at all, and I think he needs to pick that up for himself. And I mean, he's well, already I mean- seven foot, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think he yeah, like I said, he has that skill. And if I'm honest with you, if this ends up working out for the Thunder in the way that they can persuade Shea to tank once more, so they can mm-hmm. get Webinyana, hopefully in the first, like if they can get the first pick in the lottery next year, get Webinyana in the team, and then that's a dangerous young three. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, I think, are just like one or two seasons away from properly getting back to a challenging situation. Yeah. But and you you know the. They didn't lose anyone important in the in in the off season, but equally they also haven't got anyone other than their draft picks. Yeah, and their Although main draft I think, pick. I, like because I was really excited when Osman Dieng was going to play for the Knicks, and now he isn't. And I think that guy looked like I saw like a lot of highlights from him, and he looked really good. And I think OKC will kind of enjoy like I think they'll enjoy just some decent basketball this year. Like you said, they're going to be aiming for that number one pick, as a lot of these teams are. Do, do you reckon that? Um, do you reckon that Sam Presti has drafted Jalen Spell J A L E N Williams and Jalen Spell J A Y L I N Williams at the, in the same draft class? They're pretty much like the same person. Bro, that's two chances at a rookie of the year. They might spell it wrong. They might get. This might be the first time there's two rookies of the year. 
How's that, how is that gonna be? How how is that gonna be like? Like if you want that if you want that guy's name on the back on the back of your jersey. Like what? Like they're just gonna have to differentiate by putting their whole name on there. Like, I just put the first name. I don't know, Jalen. Jalen. Uh, who knows? Imagine when they who announced knows? the rookie of the year. The rookie of the year is Jalen Williams. And they both stand up, like <laughs> and they start japping each other. Yo, we did it, bro. <laughs> no, but yeah, I feel they haven't lost anyone. Massive. Mm. Three lottery picks is big, but I feel like because Chet's not there, it probably could have been worse in my opinion. Yeah, hundred percent. Next up is the Orlando Magic. Um again, another lottery team hasn't really traded for anyone. Hasn't really let anyone big go, but obviously they've got the first overall pick. Who yeah, is going to be there for the whole season? And he looks decent. I'm not going to lie. Like, like he don't look like he's going to be a bad player. I don't think he's going to be amazing, but I mean, he'll probably be rookie of the year based on what I've seen from a lot of the rookies. Like, he looks like he's probably going to be rookie of the year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're at the Orlando Magic and you're the first round pick, you know you're probably going to be one of the main guys there as well. Like, every, yeah, yeah. Like, so... most of the things will run through him because. I mean, and and also this puts a lot of eyes on Magic now. And people weren't really paying attention to the Magic, mm-hmm. but yeah. Carlos and brought it allows, a lot of hype to the it league. It allows like. people like Cole Anthony, mm-hmm. Wendell Carter, as much as you know. I, I mean, I I wish we didn't like. I th- I I can't lie. Given how Vooch has been for the um for the Bulls for the Bulls so far, you could potentially say that Orlando won the trade there at the moment. Mm, I remember you that know, trade happened. You were hyped. You no, you I mean so I was because Vooch was Vooch had just come off an All Star appearance. I was like, this we're gonna have yeah, Vooch three All Stars. That's the thing. He he yeah. really sold you guys dreams of that one. Like he was just trying to get but, a paycheck. And yeah, and when Wendell is Wendell is blossoming into a very good rim protector, which is what yeah. Chicago need at the moment. So yeah, the um, money to sucks. like un, like Uno reverse type trade. I can't like. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I think because their pick can play, it's probably just a mere off season. You know, it's mm. nothing special, but they are going to be a better team this year for it, in my opinion. Hundred percent, and like I said, I think Paolo is is he's already hyped everyone up to see what he's going to do. Like I'm actually very hyped to see him. I don't think I've been this hyped to watch a rookie since. I mean, technically Melo, because um, <laughs> I was yeah. hyped for Melo came into the league. But I mean, we know. I think this is a good thing for Magic. Like I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're not going to have a, like, a major, major improvement in the season, but I just think the fact that there's going to be more eyes in them is just better for them because, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's, there'll be players on there that will be good and they're not getting noticed. And I think this for them will be good and maybe bring some other players from other teams to think, you know what, they're decent, I can make them better kind of thing. And, you know, okay. what, this, yeah. this could yeah, be like the, the way for like Orlando redemption. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But for now, it's a meh. Um, yeah. Philly haven't done much, but have brought in PJ Tucker. Daniel House is a decent role player off the bench as well. Yeah, they've lost. I mean, Danny Green ain't gonna be playing this season. DeAndre Jordan, he's old. Paul Millsap is also old. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it, it's it's more a case of Philly didn't really need to do much. Obviously, James yeah. Harden. They needed to make sure that James Harden stayed. And they've um, tied him down as well, which is kind of big, I'm not going to lie, with less money as well. So you know that he's he's yeah. determined to play. Yeah, Maxi's going to have an extra year on him. Embiid is going to have an extra year on him, but we all know what he can do. Um, and then obviously PJ Tucker, as much as, yes, Philly have given him an unnecessarily long contract, just a one-year deal would have probably sufficed. Mm. Um, 
he is going to provide good playoff experience. Obviously, 100%. we saw how important we saw how important he was for the Bucks, uh, for the Heat last year. So yeah, maybe maybe Philly can uh, finally make that jump. But you know, who Hopefully. knows? I mean, you'd like to see Philly at least reach the finals or something. They kind of deserve it, man. They've been through so much pain. Obviously, Harden, like the guy, has just been one of them players in the league that he's been like dropping thirty for the last twelve years. Like, I don't even know how long he's been in the league, but mm-hmm. it feels like it's been forever. Like, and obviously, Embiid, the guy has been he's been waiting his turn for the longest. You never know. I, I, like I said, I think PGA, although you're right, he's old. They gave him a lot of money. I think that voice in the locker room. It's always like strong. Like you can't ever go wrong with it. Like they're never these vets. We're, we're, it's a good vet, yeah. Like these vets who've been in the league, who've been around like winning teams, it's never a bad thing to have them. Like it's they they know what they're talking about. They know they've been where these guys are trying to go. So it's like it's always good to have that. And I think the fact that they've got Harden, like they've tied him down, and like he showed his loyalty. Like he's he's playing for less money now. He's he just wants to play for them. So I think that for me like is really big because that shows like he's gonna give his all. Like he doesn't care about the money right now. He just wants to play basketball. And I think as well, that makes their cap space a little bit better for like you know the future. So I yeah, mean, it makes their cap space a little bit better to give PJ Tucker thirty million. all the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I've, and I feel like that's what's keeping it from a banger in my opinion. Yeah, I can agree with you. Um, there, I, I think like, it's that, just that is a lot of money to give one guy who's thirty-seven. That. Yeah, I think it's just a meh. Um, I can agree with you on that one. To be Phoenix. Phoenix. I can't lie. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the roster. Uh, the uh, the the page now. Genuinely, the only thing they've done is tie down DeAndre Ayton. Which is kind of big, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they weren't gonna get anything from any other team for DeAndre Ayton. Really, that was yeah. better than DeAndre Ayton. It just does DeAndre Ayton actually want to play for the Suns anymore? Um, mm. obviously, like obviously when he fi- obviously when he finally uh, signed the contract, you know, he obviously was like, "Yeah, I'm here, I'm here to stay now." But you know, <laughs> is that just publicity? He was not here to stay. No, no I, th- I think they had a decent off season. Obviously, like you said, they've managed to keep it, keep Aiton. They didn't make any draft picks, obviously, which is like, I mean, like teams always like no fans. Sorry, always want to see like you know a rookie yeah. in their team just for like the fun. Damian Lee from the um. Golden State, I can't speak, was decent. Like, he was always, like, coming on the last five or ten minutes, but he was always yeah. decent. I remember watching him thinking, this guy's all right. Yeah. Lost Javel McGee, though. That's not great. Like, you know... But like again, it, it, it's it's a team that probably underachieved in the playoffs and are just ready to go again. Yeah, um, 100%. I can't you know, they, that. Yes, yes, they underachieved in the playoffs, but they did also finish first. In like the whole we, NBA, we know what they can do. We know what yeah. they can do. Yeah, and, and like I feel like this, keeping it and makes that they have that chance again. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we said, they've kept it and they've still got CP on, probably another year or two. Hopefully, yeah. like two maybe. And of course, yeah. <clears throat> the book is there, and you know these guys want it still. Like obviously, these things happen. Sometimes teams just aren't themselves in the playoffs. Like they might not be ready. They clearly mm. weren't ready. Obviously, they, they didn't have the best playoff run. Or that they would have expected. Obviously, we all saw them expected them to go to like the finals or conference finals at least. They didn't do yeah. that, but like yeah. you said, they're just ready to bounce back. We know they are. Yeah. They probably and I think because, the because yeah, because of that, it's a meh again. I think. Yeah, I can agree with you. A lot of, a lot of teams going into the um into the middle section. I don't think Portland will though. 
No, Poland had a good year, I can't lie. Um, yeah. Off season, even. Got rid of a lot of dead weight. I'm looking maybe, maybe Eric Bledsoe is probably the only person they'll miss there. Um, but it's it's the two, well maybe maybe three if you look at the draft. Shannon Sharp, uh, Shaden Sharp, sorry, with the uh, seventh yeah. overall pick. Guy Payne for free agency, and then Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. Yeah, to pair with Dame Lillard and a, you know, an an extra year on Anthony Simons as well. Yeah, I think the only lost that even though he's not like a major player in the league i think dennis Smith jr is gonna like be something good in the coming years i don't think like he's a major you got hope you got hope so man he was supposed yeah. to be he was supposed to be that like five yeah. years ago man but know, you know, know. You, you, you can hope yeah i mean obviously they're not like they're not gonna miss his presence in terms of like what he brought his team. Okay. he didn't bring much to the last season but like I, I still see it coming for him like like you know me i'm always like hoping that these players are going to come through and do something like and I, I feel like he might but in terms of that offseason I think it's probably up there with one of the best in the league like Jeremy yeah. Grant amazing pickup Gary Pitt and you know how much I like him I think yeah. their draft picks were decent and if, then getting Dame, Dame back is big yeah, too yeah Dame like obviously he signed the contract if Dame actually plays then I think Portland I don't want to say it's like a Portland you know comeback season but because obviously we don't know we ain't it puts him in contention yeah, they, we ain't seen Dame in a minute. Obviously, it ain't going to be Dame and CJ, which what we know is like the last time we saw Dame is with CJ. CJ is obviously like one of the top guards in the league. And who knows? I, th- I, th- I yeah. think they, they, they could be something decent. Like, I don't think they're going to challenge to like go to the finals, but I think we're looking at Poland in the playoffs again, maybe. Yeah, I think it's a banger. Yeah, I can agree with you. Cool, cool. Next up is Sacramento. Again, it's another lottery pick team, but a team that have actually brought in probably better players than the likes of Detroit, OKC, through free agency. You know, yeah. they've got Malik Monk in, uh, they traded for Kevin Herter, um, and then obviously Keegan Murray with that fourth overall pick. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be pretty decent this year. Yeah, I can agree with you. Um, like, they didn't have a part of season. See, they're not like really a team that really makes much noise in the league like they did. They did, like I said, uh, Malik, they picked a Malik Monk. They've got yeah. a decent draft pick. They haven't really lost anyone, like, huge. Yeah. And obviously, they, they still have De'Aaron Fox and DeMantis Sabonis in that yeah. team. Exactly. Um, so, it, it, it could have been a lot worse for them. Yeah. And it isn't. It turned out to be somewhat decent for them in the yeah. offseason, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it is just... It's not as good as the teams in Bangor, but I think it's better than the teams in the fourth tier. So, I think yeah. it's a met. I can back it. The Spurs... I mean, if they don't get Webinyana next season, then <laughs> just, just they they might they might as well just abolish their team because it's going to take them a good while before they actually get somewhere. Because yeah, I mean, obviously they lost then their number one guy. They lost Dejounte Murray. They have picked up our you know the, this country is very own Jeremy Sochan. Will he be yeah. good? I mean, ninth overall is a decent place to be for a British guy, especially like you know, we know Britain don't really big up basketball like that. So for one of our own to make it into the league, yeah, that's big. I I respect Jeremy Sochan. Yeah, it's major. I mean, it's 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 kind of it's 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 good for him. Spurs as a team, though, I think it has to be a very poor off season for them. Like it ain't yeah. they ain't really but, done much. But understandable. Yeah. If they get Webinyana in the draft next year. Yeah, you know what? We'll say then it was peripheral vision. You know, like they knew what they who were knows, doing. Who knows? But at yeah. the moment, it's it's bottom tier, in my opinion. Yeah, 
it has to be. Their team, their team is so much worse than it was last season. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to end up with the worst record in the whole NBA this year, I reckon. They could, yeah. Uh, they could, they could unless be. Jeremy Sochan does bits. Yeah, Jeremy uh, LeBron, that's what he is. <laughs> Jeremy James. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, Spurs in the bottom tier. Toronto, the Raptors. The, best, the most inspirational team in the league. Besides really? Bo Cruz. Oh, oh, they did. They did. I uh, top tier, top tier, top tier. Top tier. They signed Bo Cruz, bro. They're gonna no, go no. with the <laughs> twenty-two. <laughs> what a legend! What a legend! No, I mean, again, it's a team that you know. I saw a stat uh, just before we came on. They were the only team that had four players average fifteen points or more. Um, it's a very well-rounded team. Yeah. Obviously, the likes of you know Scotty Barnes, he's gonna get an extra year. Um, yeah. Same with Anu Anuobi. Siakam's going to be fit all season. Mm. Um, obviously, Van Vliet is, you know, I respect he's, Van Vliet. He's getting old, though. But I think, to be honest, one as well, I think the pickup of Otto Porter Jr. was quite good. Like, we Yeah, saw. I mean, I think, I'm going to say, Otto Porter, Josh Jackson, he's been around the league. He's a decent vet. Yeah. Bo Cruz, he's come in. He's going to start small forward for them. He's going <laughs> to... Um, you know, he's going to average 50. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean Hernan Gomez didn't really do much uh, for the Jazz, but you never know. You never yeah, know. Might... season, I'm telling you that movie is putting one. <laughs> you never... Yeah, I mean we we've seen his skill, man. Unless he we got a body double to we do know, it. We know he's got it, man. He put Anthony Edwards in in the bin. He... Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So no, to be honest, I think Raptors they have a good team, and to be fair, they did well at, like to hold against a very well-rounded Sixers team, and I think the Raptors are another team that they could. They could do something like I think I, I don't know they, they haven't lost anyone, but I don't think anyone was up like their contract was up. So no, but they they have rounded their team out quite well. Like I said, I respect Otto Porter. If uh, you know if he can get a decent shooting season, then he's gonna be yeah. good off their bench. Yeah, I, th- I and, think you know, he was, I think Otto always always good off the Warriors bench too. I think he'll do the same for the Raptors. I think the same, Raptors, same with the Bulls really. Yeah, I think the Raptors um, have always just had a good team and. Yeah. I think to be fair, I think they've strengthened the team and they haven't weakened it. Any, so like, I think it was a good off season. I can't like yeah, it. yeah. I still don't think anything's standing out though. So I think it is just still a meh. Yeah, we, I can, I can back that. But you know, it, it's definitely nowhere near the fourth tier in my opinion. Yeah. The Utah Jazz. This is a tricky one for me. I'm not gonna lie. For real? I mean, to be fair, yeah. Like I so, completely. Obviously, they've got they've completely exploded their team. They're still looking to get rid of Mike Connolly and uh, Bogdanovich potentially before the um, season starts. So mm. we'll obviously see what happens with that. But it's like obviously they've lost like everyone that was important to them. Like they lost Mitchell, Gobert, Beverly. Obviously they lost Bo Cruz, like Bo the Cruz, most important yeah. player in the league. Yeah, man. And, <laughs> I mean, aside from Colin Sexton, they didn't really pick up anyone like amazing. Like equally, equally though, I feel like they're going they're going to try and get Wobbini on the next season soon i think if utah yeah. can get him this is going to be a very short rebuild colin sexton obviously like i said before he got injured we've seen that he could do bits with cleveland and utah have actually signed him to like a four-year deal yeah. markinen has a lot to prove dropped 43 in the euro league the other day take as much of that as you want um <laughs> this you know he's he's got a lot to prove so yeah. i guess maybe on the team where Eyes aren't going to be on him as much, you know. Utah, right? Utah probably didn't really have many eyes on them anyway, even when they had Mitchell and Gobert. Yeah. So um, now, now the now they're going to be a lottery team. There's definitely going to be no one. No one's going to want to watch the Jazz this season. 
Yeah, uh, but they're going to be like we've always called them the the goats of the regular season. They ain't going to be that for some time now. The, no, yo, the, no. the regular season Jazz era is done. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But again, though, like Van, like they've still. I think they didn't get completely fleeced in the Mitchell trade, and I don't think they got completely done out in the Timberwolves trade as well. No, they didn't. They really didn't. Like you know, you know, I think they. they, um, they I think I think I think if they kept Beverly, I potentially say third tier, but I think it's just it could have been worse in my opinion. Mm, I don't know, man. Like because we no, yeah, you know what? I can agree because like they've they've accepted that they are on a rebuild. So and but, like, and like, like I said, but I'm looking I'm looking who they managed to get. Malik Beasley, he's a decent player. Vanderbilt, decent player. Sexton, might have a breakout year. Markinen, you never know. They got yeah. they got Horton Tucker. You know, everyone was big enough Horton Tucker at the Lakers saying he should get the extension. Yeah. He then barely played for the Lakers and when he did he wasn't that great. So you never know, he might have a resurgence in Utah. 100%. There's a lot of what ifs in Utah yeah. at the moment. Um a lot of maybes. So I feel like it's not completely doom and gloom, but equally, if you're a Utah fan and you have been for the last five odd years and you're expecting more of the same, yeah, you know, just give up on that dream. But like, like I said, I think because they accepted that they were on the rebuild, that like even for me, I think them just getting rid of Pat Beverly just showed like they like completely on the rebuild, which I actually kind of like. Like rather than holding on to what they could, they just let go of everything. Like, yeah, they've gone younger. Yeah, like they obviously they lost Goldberg quite early, then they lost Donovan Mitchell a couple of weeks ago, and then they were like, you know what, I, they just got rid of Pat Bev as well. I, I kind of like how they they moved about it because they knew the rebuild was on. They knew all of these big players wanted to go, so they said, "All right, cool," and they got rid of them. Yeah, I like it. I like the management there. Like you know, they oh, yeah. like you know, da- Danny Ainge has been responsible for building what Boston have now. Obviously, he got mm. you know he. He left because he didn't really do much after he built that Boston team. But yeah. you know, Boston, but the fact that he like you know we know that he can rebuild teams to the top yeah. and then like let somebody else take over, which will probably happen with the Jazz. Maybe. But I, I just like the way that they they've gone about it. Like you know they they put the the team first rather than players, which I always like to see. Like in any yeah. sport, like when they're putting the 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 needs of the team first, like yeah, it's big. It's, it's, it's major and it's also fun like, to see like you know obviously it's good to hold on to good players but you know like they, they understand that they can't do that forever like they know that they're not amazing in the playoffs so they just said alright cool and now they're going to move on and, and mm-hmm. go again with, with the new set of players and I like it and I'm excited to see the Jazz in the next few years like maybe probably take that throne of the regular season goats again who knows you never know you never know but yeah mm-hmm. it could have been worse fourth tier I think for Utah as yeah. we move to the final team the Washington Wizards very Eh, kind of, um, mm. kind of off season, but equally, Bradley Beal has pretty much signed his life away with that team for a yeah. lot of money. Whether that was the right decision from the Wizards to pay him so much, who I mean, knows? It's, I mean, in terms of Bradley Beal, like I think he's better than the Wizards, even though like his time has passed, he's still good. The money was kind of crazy, but like what without him. Who that team is a re- that team is a rebuild team. Maybe maybe Washington need to just stop yeah, hanging on to. Yeah, maybe they need to let go. What this guy can do. Yeah. Kind of like how I was just saying with the Jazz. Maybe they should just let go of him, let him go wherever he wants to go. Because that, that that money is a lot of money, and with that, then they can't really do much else because they're no, yeah. like do you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So 
A 10th overall pick in the draft ain't terrible. You know, it's still in the lottery. Taj Gibson, they're brought in. You know, I'm, you know me, big Bulls fan. Mm-hmm. I love Taj. Oh. Um, he's gonna, he's a decent voice in the locker room. Will Barton, he's, he's not terrible. And Monte Morris ain't either. Um, you know, Morris is probably gonna come in and maybe get some starting minutes there. Um, whether he's whether he's worth that, who knows? Um, yeah, who who knows what's gonna happen with the Wizards? Because really, other than Beal, it mm. is a it is a lottery team. So it'd be interesting to see what happens with him this year. I mean, imagine they managed to bag the first round pick and then the number one pick. Be, yeah, who yeah knows the number one pick with Bradley Beal in there. That's that's kind of. I mean, that's a little bit crazy. I'm not gonna lie. And then, <laughs> I don't think it'll happen, but you know you. <laughs> Anything can happen in the NBA. Really. Oh, and to be fair, I didn't even realize they lost Cardwell Pope as well. He was, yeah, he yeah. Was, he was a he was a he was nice. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, kind of. They had now that I'm looking at it, they had like a really poor off season. It has to be it. But keep keeping bottom. keeping Bradley Beal, I guess it just it it could have been worse. Yeah, fair enough. So yes. I'm a stick. Yeah, you can. You can a, yeah. You can, I'm a stick. I'm a stick. Washington. Um, Again, they're to... one of them teams now that they're just kind of there in the league. Even though they have Bradley Beal, who's obviously one of the more like known players in the league, he ain't even like that guy anymore though. So no, his shooting shoot percentages went down quite bad last year. So mm, he's just there. Yeah. So I mean, that that rounds off the uh, the tier list. I mean, a lot in the third tier, um, and not yeah, as many yeah. in the top tier as we usually have. But Cleveland. Yeah. I guess Cleveland have won this year's um, off season. Um, it'd be interesting to see what they can, what they can do next year. 100%. As uh, we round off today's video, um, the first video we've seen in it in about a month. It's been um, a minute. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I feel like I keep saying that too much, man. We need to be. I need to be more consistent. But guys, don't yeah. worry. Don't even worry. We've got major plans coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. But anyway, that that'll do us today. Make sure that you are liking the video subscribing to the channel if you are new uh make sure you comment down below what you guys want to see from us <laughs> so he's just being drafted to the knicks and uh yeah i guess uh we will see you guys next week if Sully ain't off oh, man this this man he's, he's playing for west ham he's now being drafted to the knicks I've just been drafted guys number number he's... 12 picking the drafts so i thought it was going to be higher but i wanted to, i told knicks i want to be i want to play for the knicks only oh, so right, i have to okay. wait till number 12 but it's all good you guys are going to see me all right. Well, I guess I guess I guess we might not see much beyond the arc if uh, if Sully's <laughs> playing in both the Premier League and the NBA. Who knows? Um, but yeah, we will see you guys. Uh, all jokes. We will see you guys next week. Peace.